Hey everybody and welcome to the Unranked Podcast, the official video game comedy podcast of Zeitheist.com. I'm your host Christian Humes here with episode number 48. This is our Venonat episode. That means we've got one of the tried and true podcasters, Dan Ween. What's up? Here to join us on the podcast. I mean, I'm part of this podcast for now, but I'm going to start the unofficial uh, unranked comedy podcast just <laughs> to, unofficial unranked. just to uh just to compete with this podcast uh <laughs> if you keep saying it's the official as opposed to all of our fake competitors that don't exist i just want to make sure people know that they're tuning into the right show we got a great show for everyone today we got a fun interesting show today we're gonna be splitting things up we're gonna be playing the game halfway through the show today instead of at the end of the show yep so uh top of the show we're gonna start off with dan and i then we're gonna go into a game Dan's going to head out, and uh, then we're going to be joined by uh, Tom Caswell. Yeah, you may notice there's no Alex on today's show. No Alex, because he's having his balls removed, Yeah, he so uh, he's not feeling too well right now. <laughs> uh, you know, He's getting neutered before the wedding, just yep. to make sure. Yeah. Alex could not join us, uh, unfortunately. Tom will be joining us later, but Dan will be vacating the premises. Ultimately, what it's coming down to is I am uh, consolidating power, so I'm going to be oh, I'm gonna be only sharing the... Uh, the audio time with one other person at a time now. So if Tom is here, Dan has to leave. And then when Tom leaves, Alex can join next time. His voice is going to be a lot higher. <laughs> People are going to love it. People are going to love it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Dan, what's going on? How you doing? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm a little tired because work all fucking week. But uh, have a nice night here. It's uh, We're recording this on Wednesday night, at least my portion of it. So enjoying that. In case any big news comes out Thursday or Friday and maybe Tom will have something to say about that and I won't. That's why. <laughs> um, Dan, I got something I want to ask you about. Okay. What are your thoughts on Venonat? Let's see. Uh, my thoughts, it looks kind of like a uh, one of those, uh, just like a cotton ball that like had some grape juice get up in it. So it's like that color and like that, it looks like it has eyes. <laughs> That's pretty it's much it. It's weird because it doesn't look like a gnat, right? No, it looks like... Um, it just looks like a fucking ball of dust or something. And it's also weird because or a Furby. That's not like what, a round like, Furby. Would turn into a moth either. It does look like a Furby. No, but it Oh, it, it does, does have like, like bug eyes. I'll give it that. It does. And actually um that's the one uh, fact I was going to share with you. So it it does have two compound eyes. Um it has two very large compound eyes. All the little dots on its eyes are different eyes. So it actually has thousands of eyes, has two large compound eyes, which are made up of uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of smaller eyes each. It's a lot of eyes. So it is It is built just like a bug. Except for it's fucking big and dumb looking. Venonat, I think, should have evolved into uh, the uh, big purple guy from McDonald's. Grimace? Yeah, he kind of doesn't. He look like a little grimace. I no. feel like if, like, I feel like if Venonat evolved, he would turn into a grimace. I don't think he would. turn No, into if a anything, I think it might be like maybe animal from the Muppets. Like he just grows the rest of his body. Oh, okay. Like he gets yeah, limbs. or just any other Muppet. Really, he looks like a Muppet head with no legs or body. Oh, uh, for Star Trek fans out there, he looks like a Tribble. He does look like he looks a lot like a Tribble, which are they're basically Furbies. They're basically hmm. just Furbies. So, uh, so that's that's Venonat Pokemon number forty-eight here on the Unranked Podcast. Dan, there is a huge game event coming up that I want oh to talk God. to you about. There's a very big game very soon. It's this this uh, Sunday. It comes out. 
Okay. Competing with the Super Bowl, that's risky. It is this year's Super Bowl. It's the biggest gaming event of February, or of this week. Oh, wow, the biggest one of this week? That must put it below a lot of other events. Well, I mean, Halo Wars 2 is coming out, and there are a lot of people waiting for that. I uh, I didn't play the last Halo Wars. It didn't interest <laughs> me whatsoever. But uh, no, I did. it is on our <laughs> list was, of games, isn't it? Like, it's, someone has that game in our it little is. fantasy guy? Um, okay, for that reason, Alex has it in the fantasy draft, yeah. Oh, that would suck if he loses Alex, his balls uh, and that gets a bad review in one week. <laughs> Damn, what's going on with the Super Bowl? Uh, the Super Bowl is uh, is going on Sunday. It's a football game, if you haven't heard about it. Um, there's been 50 of these before. And uh, the Atlanta Falcons are going to play the Patriots. What do you, what, what, what's going to happen there? What do you think? Who's I have no win? fucking idea. I, I made a nice uh, wager on the Falcons before the playoffs started to win the Super Bowl, so I'm very biased, and therefore I can't think straight about it. My <laughs> gut says that because I have that going, the Patriots are going to win. But I have no idea. the The game, it, it's the kind of game. I mean, the Patriots usually win these fucking things. It's kind of annoying. Uh, we'll see. I hope the Falcons win. That's it. I'm just rooting for the Falcons and just gonna go in kind of blind at that point. Have they done? Do you know? Have they done the Madden uh, gameplay yet? Because uh, they year, did so actually. Cool er- thing. They do a, a lot of those simulations, but they released one of them earlier today where the Patriots win twenty seven twenty four at like the last second. Ooh, that's which a tight means, game. Which means a lot that's of their really prior simulations game. were probably really boring, so they waited until they had an exciting one to show it. But <laughs> still, like, uh, I feel like they should live stream that. They should turn it into an event now instead of just. They used uh, to do it every week, like the game. They used to show those every week, uh, or at least the scores of them every week, and then that seemed to have disappeared off the internet for a while. Like even during the season, they'd have like a Madden simulation oh. of each game, and I loved that. But now it's gone. That's really. And they only bring it back for the Super Bowl. That's really which interesting. Is kind of bullshit. They should do that more often, I feel like. I feel like that might get more people interested, or I guess, since you're saying they did, maybe just maybe they found it wasn't effective. Yeah, probably. I mean, football's popular enough as it is where I don't think it helps the sport at all to have Madden doing it. And Madden's popular, but not for like the reason of simulating NFL games, you know? You know what I'm remembering now that we're talking about this? Do you remember when the Xbox One was first shown off, and one of the things they were showing was, like, you could be watching TV while playing a game, and then it would also, like, have live updates. So, like, if you were playing fantasy football, your, like, account could be tied into your Xbox, and, like, while you're playing a game, like, a fantasy football update would show up, like, on your console. It'll tell you, that like, what just happened and be playing in snap mode and all that other shit. I don't remember that much, but I, all I know about snap mode is it was bound to be disappointing just because you can't do a picture-in-picture while you're playing a video game. It's just nearly impossible. Well, so that's that's actually the dopest thing that I just realized we, we totally just segued into something I didn't plan on talking about. So you know how we get these dashboard updates all the time? They've yeah. got a new one coming, which the whole like the sole point is to speed up the console, like the interface and everything. The new sidebar they built is a big improvement over what we had. But now they're getting rid of, they're eliminating Snap. Snap is oh. going away. I mean, why not? Snap's no going away. It, probably. And supposedly it makes it a lot faster, but they will be later down the road adding a feature they're saying, they're calling it more like picture in picture, which is what I always felt it should be because when I'm playing a game, I'd much rather, like, I wish I could just have the TV in a little window. Well, instead yeah. Instead of, like, taking but up at, a huge at bar the same and time, all empty like, space. It'd be great if they just came with, like, a second screen that's, like, like just, like, a tiny little screen that snaps onto the, tap, the top of your Xbox that you can, like, have whatever you want playing on it <laughs> while you watch the TV full screen with what you're playing, you know? Or vice so versa. So, basically, like, a Switch. You could just kind play it, like, in your hand. Kind of, only, like, also, like, on a, like, 
Well, both you can't. Well, the Switch wouldn't be both at the same time, right? Or are you saying? Well, I mean, you could just have the TV on, and then you could be playing the console in your hand. Oh no, I'm saying playing the console on the big screen with the TV on your hands. Oh, like the oh, other way you could around. Send the TV to your. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Hmm. I, I mean, you can do yeah, that. There's certain apps to do that and stuff, but I mean, just like through the console itself. Yeah, that would be nice. That was actually something I always wanted with like the Wii U tablet. Like I was like, because a lot of times I wouldn't be playing um the game on it or vice versa so like i would want to be able to like have the tv on going through the wii u so i could still control stuff but then have something else on the tablet at the same time but you couldn't really swap them the way i wanted to um but whatever i mean the wii u was sort of a failed console i think there's no denying that anymore at this point (laughs) considering it lasted for not even five years it was like four and a half years it came out 2012 at the end of it so and here we are 2017 coming out with the switch yeah, I mean, whatever. It's, it's not that failed. Like, I feel, I feel like a really failed, like really failed consoles don't even last like a year, and like everyone just forgets it exists completely. Well, the Dreamcast is a pretty failed console because Dreamcast puts so well, many Dream- out, puts Sega out of Dreamcast. Business. Yeah, well, Dreamcast is definitely a failed console because it didn't quite even make it to the next generation, which is never a good sign. Right. Um. um is, and also, it's a bunch of so back in the day, like uh. The ja- oh, the Jaguar would be one of them, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Was that the one? What was the Jaguar? The one that Sega was like, and our console's out now. Like they announced it the day it was available, and like no one was ready for it. And it like I really don't know. Like, I just know that it didn't last. Period. Yeah, I think it it may have been the Jaguar. I'm not sure. I never owned a Sega. I've never owned a single Sega console except for Game Gear. We always had the Nintendo consoles when I was growing up. So like the I would only played like Sonic and Sega games at other people's houses, uh, which with games like um, like Dreamcast games. I remember I played Power Stone and I remember playing a South Park game. Those are the only two games I remember actually playing on Dreamcast. I played sports games for the most part, I think. Uh, and also Jet was it Jet Set Radio or something like that? Was that one of those? Oh, games? okay, yeah, 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 Jet Set Radio. Oh, I had and that. I played. That was um... kind of fun, even though it made me nauseous playing it most of the time. My brain can never handle like three D stuff. Game. Like I think it's my I got like an, I have an astigmatism and that might be part of it. Like anytime there's anything like mm. trying to get two three D without having the ability to be that way. Like when uh, when <laughs> Sonic three D came out for like Sega Genesis, for example, it couldn't oh, yeah, handle like the three really, D like, game yet, and it was moving 3D. a weird. It wasn't like natural movement, so like my brain was just like and the frame wanted, rate was choppy. Yeah, it's like I, my brain just wanted to puke. <laughs> <laughs> trying to follow along. That's how I felt on. Um, that's how I feel on uh, Space Mountain. I don't do good on roller coasters though. So. I do okay on roller coasters, which is weird. I just don't do well with like shitty 3D video games. Like real 3D. I this, like I fucking so I don't, better 3D. I'm fine. If it's fluid movement, it's when it becomes like choppy, weird movement. No, I don't do good on roller coasters, but water slides I love. Fucking love water slides. They are very and different. I saw animals. this video online yesterday. They are very. They're very different. They're very different. Uh, I saw this video online yesterday of a water slide. I can't remember what country it was in. Um, it was a northern European country, but, like, sections of it were enclosed, sections weren't. So, like, it would be, like, pitch black. But then in the pitch black areas, it was lined with, like, neon-colored stripes and light strips and shit. It was like you were going through, like, it was like you were passing through the event horizon in, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Or, like, you were going in through the black hole in, like, uh, Interstellar. It was like just like these crazy lights, like you were going through this like tunnel, and it was like warping around you. And the next second, you were like outside again, and then you were back into it. It was sick. Let me tell you though, I 
for as for water slides, I hate the ones where you're in a tube. Like I get a little claustrophobic. Like I'm not like crazy claustrophobic where I can't be like in an elevator or something like that. But if I'm in like a fucking tube and I can't like stretch my arms out in every direction, that bothers the shit out of me. I just like can't wait for those rides to be over. My th- I think my favorite water slide and the only ones I won't do are the ones where it's just like a huge giant straight drop. Like there's this thing uh at this water oh, well, slide. Yeah, we I won't do the hundred twenty foot like, drop cliff diver. Yeah, yeah, no. We That's were not, not even me. like touching the slide for the first. I don't even like heights. It. I would, yeah, I would make that. it like up to the th- like third stairwell yeah. and be like, "Fuck that, I'm in." Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I love the ones where you're in like a raft. When you're in like a raft, when you're on Those like a fun. boat kind of thing, I like that. Those yeah. are fun. I mean, Those are great. most of the, most of the, like the other ones, like the open ones, I'm all good with. Like no matter what they do, I'm fine with it. It's just I don't like the enclosed space possibilities. I feel like we are perfectly fulfilling uh, Alex's portion of the podcast of taking us off topic for like five minutes. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> I feel like last uh, like I don't know. There was an episode of Always Sunny that premiered like a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for anyone, but uh, if you didn't watch it, I'm sorry. But oh, they they all get like stuck. Well, uh, D and Matt get stuck in. Oh, they at the water yeah, park. D- I've heard about this episode. Yeah, D and Matt get stuck in a water yet. slide for like the whole episode. Um. And, like, there's kids, like, hitting them and shit. So, I was... When I was out with you, actually, because when Alex and I visited you in L.A., we went to the water park. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. We went to the I water went down park. one of those tube rides, and there was a fucking kid who got themselves right. stuck in there. And I hit the kid in the tubing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, the I kid totally was fine, forgot about this. But I almost, like, murdered a fucking kid with my fucking... Just being a 250-pound person coming down a water slide. I remember this because, um... We were up there, and this girl goes, like, before we go, the t- these two kids go, and this girl, she, like, screams. We're here, like, screaming down the tube, and we're just like, uh. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, you go, I come out, and you're not out yet, and we're just like, where the fuck is Dan? And you, like, come, fl- like, you come we went flying down out, tubes, like, a tube it. comes out, yeah. and then the girl comes out. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, what happened in She there? was just stuck in there. She was sitting there still, and I, like, I'm moving down full speed because it's a fucking water slide. <laughs> I'm not doing anything wrong. The guy was oh like, go, because he's a terrible lifeguard. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That must have been scary as hell. You're I going through this and there's gr- just I a person this little kid was going to die. I really thought this little kid was going to die. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been my fault. I totally forgot I would have had to watch it happen. No, of course not. Of yeah. course it's not your fault. How could it be your fault? That's great, though. I completely forgot that that occurred until you said it right now. Fucking dumb. Oh, kids. my God. Um. I think that this is a great way for us to transition into our game because Alex isn't here. We're off topic. And speaking of Alex, today we're going to play a very special round of trivia and we're going to play a round of Topher's Tuna's Trivia. No, you don't get to, be... you don't get to call it your own game. It's just Topher's Trivia about yourself today. No, no. This is Topher's Tuna's Trivia because these are questions about Alex. Well, I have sent then it would questions. Be Topher's and tuna ask... trivia. You don't have to do the tunas. It would be Topher's okay, tuna Topher's, trivia. Uh, okay, so it's Topher's tuna trivia. There you go. Okay, I'm okay with it now. As I said at the top of the show, I'm actually going to talk with Tom. We're going to have a conversation about the Switch uh, after the game. I'm going to ask Tom these same questions as well. So Dan's playing against Tom here. Uh, so, but that's taking place later because all of our schedules this week made it difficult. So we're doing something different, trying something out here. They won't be able to hear each other. They won't know what the scores are. So if you're wondering why when Dan gets a point, Tom gets a point, they're not talking to each other during this I round. I can pretend. I can just call him like a fucking idiot every time I get something right. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, maybe why didn't you get that one right, soundboard or something? Idiot. 
You just edit that in anytime. Yeah. I'll, I'll have you record a soundboard for us, and then we'll, I'll just, I'll just well, pop yeah, them in course. there. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to start this show. And let me just uh, go ahead and bring in Tom Caswell. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining the show here. It is good to be back. I know so many people out there have been missing my lustrous tones over the last few episodes. <laughs> uh, we've all missed so. you on the show, Tom. Yeah. I'm... Tom, let me introduce you to the first ever round of Topher's Tuna Trivia. <laughs> now, what makes this different from Tuna's Trivia, really, now that I'm thinking about it as you're thinking about the questions... Um, is that he got to kind of make the answers up on the fly last time, and this time they'll actually have answers to these questions. Right, because these are questions I made that he's answering for me. But I'm saying, either way, he has answered them already, right? Correct. I have all the answers already. Yeah, so he can't just, like, make shit up on the fly. Or award points for nothing. Wait, that's what we thought. Wait, that's what we thought, but then he had that piece of paper with all this yeah, stuff but I th- written down. I don't know how much was actually time. on there. I think that was like a grocery list he just had in front of him. <laughs> he just flashed it at yeah. the screen really yeah. fast. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past him. All right, so for question number one, what is Alex's favorite N64 game? I have a couple choices for you. Super Mario 64, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Zelda Majora's Mask, Conker's Bad Fur Day, or Banjo-Kazooie? I can't remember if Alex really likes Banjo-Kazooie or or doesn't. I think he likes it. It's between... What was the Conker's Bad Fur Day? I, I know that he prefers Ocarina over Majora, so I'm cutting out Majora. I'm, I'm torn between Ocarina and uh banjo kazooie but i think i i'm gonna have to go with ocarina it's not gonna be conquer's bed for a day call on that first uh let's see it's gotta be one of the zelda games you'd think although maybe not maybe that, those are both tricks i don't know um let's see knowing alex is probably let's go with uh zelda majora's mask tom you have one point right now yes you got one point on this cool. one Excellent. but now you have a bonus point question so I actually asked oh, Alex, damn. what did he think you would guess is his favorite game? So wait, did you answer these questions for Alex? or No. So Alex answered these questions, and then I asked Alex for a bonus point. Which thing did he think you would guess oh, about him? I think uh, he's going to guess that I would guess uh, Majora's Mask. <laughs> I'm just going go with that. I think he'd also guess that I would guess... Ocarina. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to go ahead and give you a bonus point because all he said is that you would guess Zelda. It was two of the options. Is correct. You did guess a <laughs> Zelda game. Yeah. It was two of I, the of options. Of course I would. And that, that's not wrong. That's I'll not wrong. So I, you I do really get a bonus point. So you're at one point, point right now. Tom, you are two for two here on uh, yes! Topher's Tuna Trivia. Here we go. You ready for question number two? If Alex could hang out with any video game character or in any video game world for one day... What world would it be? Disclaimer, we're talking Jumanji rules here. So if you're in there, you have to play by the rules of that world. So uh, if you're in a dangerous place, it might be just as dangerous there. So you do want to keep in mind what game world you are going into. Uh, I have a list of four options for you. There are Roller Coaster Tycoon, Zelda, Mario, or Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my gut was saying Pokemon before you listed anything, but uh, that's not an option. So in the, right, so obviously Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, you just have all these very beautiful, busty Asian women. However, does that mean he's stuck playing volleyball for the rest (laughs) of eternity? That's a really good question. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think he'd choose Mario. It's kind of a shitty world to spend a day in. I feel like it would be Roller Coaster Tycoon. Fuck it. I'm going to go. Oh, I feel like it's a trick question. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to go. Dan, you're correct. Alex oh, said he'd Dan. honestly want to hang out in Roller Coaster Tycoon, but he wasn't sure if that counted because there aren't Roller Coaster Tycoon characters necessarily. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he thinks Zelda would suck once all the puzzles are done. Mario would be annoying with shit flying yeah. everywhere. So he said he thinks he'll just hang out with the girls of Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. But if Roller Coaster Tycoon counts, then that's his number one choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number three. What's Alex's favorite single-player game not made by Nintendo, Microsoft, or Sony? Let's see, not made by any of those single-player games. It, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Fucking, I'll go Angry Birds. I got no idea. Unless there were choices I don't know about. Were there no choices on that one? No, there were no choices on that one. That one was a, a curveball. It's a free form? Okay. I don't get choices on no. this. Oh, well, is Pokemon... Pokemon I would count that as first party. Game Freak. Uh, okay, all right. Um, well, I heard he really liked Skyrim like a couple of weeks ago. I was amazed that he never like even dipped his toes in that. Hmm. Um, uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect's a good guess. Uh, it's a very big third-party game. Um, it's actually Star Wars The Old Republic. Which is... Oh, wait, the MMO? Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't guess that I mean, one either. There's, there's a good chance that but Tom what does won't he think guess that it correctly. Either. There, there is very good chance that Tom won't guess it correctly either. Does he still play that? No, I don't think so. But he, we, we both played that uh, quite a bit on the PC. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We, we uh, boot camped and everything. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing to get it up and running. But we did if, play that uh, game. If, uh, if Knights of the, if it was Knights of the Old Republic, I would have been even closer because that's a Bioware game, which is essentially. Oh yeah, Knights of the Old Republic is also a great game. Yeah, Kotor is. Incredible. All right, Tom. Anyway, that interesting. I, I would have never honestly. Guessed I that never would have guessed it either. I personally would have guessed Bioshock. That would have been the. So why didn't you give me multiple multiple options? Because uh, this is Topher's tuna trivia. I also give you very <laughs> difficult questions. If you remember my trivia games. <laughs> Alrighty, let's go for it. Next one. Next one. How many consoles has Alex owned? Handhelds and redesigns are not included. Also, just if if he broke one Xbox 360 and bought another, it's still only one Xbox 360. Okay. How many unique? Home consoles has Alex owned in his lifetime. No handhelds. How many has he owned in his life? Let's go with adding. I'm adding up in my head. I'm saying he's owned every single Nintendo. So that's six consoles right there. He definitely has owned a PS2. I'm going to go with seven. Oh, eight, 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 eight. Final answer. I'm going to assume he also had an no, because how old is Alex? Can you give is me his this, age? He's your yeah, age, right? He's uh twenty nine. So in two thousand, so fifteen years ago, it would have been a teenager. Would he have had two consoles? I'm gonna go nine. Neither you're correct. The correct answer was Damn, twelve. Oh, uh, I'm he glad I read And right now, four bonus points starting in three seconds. I'm gonna give you twelve seconds to name as many of those twelve consoles as you can. Okay. Get to name more than twelve. Just keep naming as many as you want. Okay. Whichever you or Dan get. Uh, the most right, get the bonus point. Go. NES, Xbox, SNES, Xbox 360, N64, Xbox GameCube, One, Wii, Wii U, PS2, Xbox 360, Wii, original Wii U, Xbox, GameCube, Sega Genesis, Master System, PS3, some kind of PC. Time's up. Let's see. You got one, two, three. Tom got 10 out of 12. And the 12th one, the same one Dan missed because he got 11. Damn it. Alex owned an original Atari. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had no idea. That's so weird. You sure it was his? 
Does it count if it was like his dad's and he happens to have played it? No, if it was given to him, if it was at his home, I like even if it was I his guess. dad's, if his dad gave I it guess. to him. That's like fair. if it was at his home, if he's owned it, you know. Um, That's pretty. But hey, good. you got eleven out of twelve. I should have just said Atari. I thought it and it went no, and I was like, why didn't I just we'll say, say that? Uh, you ju- you were just like hitting them, boom, 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 boom. I was like, how many systems can I name in twelve seconds? Let's go. <laughs> and what what was the other one that? So NES, SNES, Sega Genesis. You got that right. N64, GameCube, PS2, Wii, Wii U, Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Oh, of course, Xbox yeah. One. God damn yep. it. So you definitely only got 10 at most. Shit. What video game would Alex most like to see a sequel made for? I've got three choices for you. Star Wars The Old Republic, Jet Force Gemini, or Eternal Darkness? Jet Jet Force Gemini. Uh, I'm going to go with Eternal Darkness on this one. Holy shit, Dan. You are right. It was Eternal Darkness. Fucking A. I'm pretty sure he's mentioned that before on this podcast. Uh, if you are a big fan of Unranked, you would know that one because Alex That's has talked about that I game that quite one. a bit. I'm not a fan. Uh, it's probably in a... Not earlier, a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> I just come on and talk. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I asked Alex to name all six Nintendo consoles in order of favorite to least favorite. Can you tell me the order that they are in? You can get two points on this question. You get one point if you get the favorite and least favorite correct, and you get two points if you get the whole order correct. GameCube, N64, SNES, NES, Wii, Wii U. Uh, let's go with N64, then GameCube, then Wii, then Super Nintendo, then Wii U, then Original Nintendo. So Alex's order went N64, GameCube, Super Nintendo, Wii, regular okay, Nintendo, so I was, Wii U. I was surprised you I didn't was very put the close. Wii U. You were very that. close. But the NES has like the best game. Well, it has library. a huge gaming library. Like, the SNES, I think, a lot of people console. might argue is a bit. But I, it, I digress. Oh no, I agree. I think the, I think, I think that like the best games on SNES are better than the best games on NES. But I would say the NES overall has a better selection. Anyway, we have one last question for you. Uh, what is Alex's least favorite game that has been uh popular but he just couldn't get into whether he thought it was boring or he just didn't like it uh the options are mass effect call of duty battlefield 1942 uh going with the battlefield series i feel like no is it mass i think it is mass effect even though i said that was his favorite single player game i'm remembering we talked about it and i'm starting to remember it him being unfavorable towards it and you got that I'm one just right. Go with it. Yeah. The answer is Mass Effect. Well, Dan, thank you for uh, joining us. I know you've got to run. I'm going to go finish this thing up with Tom. We are halfway through this show. We're coming back at you. I'll be right back with Tom Caswell. Thank you for joining us. Follow Dan at Big Dan Eight Fifteen uh, yeah, on Twitter. Can, yeah, on Twitter it's Big Dan yeah. Eight Fifteen. You can follow me there. And on big, well, on big Xbox it's Big D Eight Fifteen. On PlayStation Sony? it's Big Dan Eight Fifteen. You can follow Big D and Big Dan online, at home. You can come watch him in the bathroom, playing video games, whatever you want. He's down for it. He's into that voyeur scene. You can catch him on cams every Wednesday, 3 o'clock. You got to get those cam footage. You know what? If people will pay me to go on cam, I'll do it. I got no problem with that. (laughs) No one wants to see me naked. I'm just going fully clothed, of course. (laughs) Take your clothes off. Put a shoe on your head. Put a shoe on your head. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be funny later uh dan thank you again for joining us we will see you next time dan all right no problem here we go tom welcome to the show hey Uh, i guess we're just here to argue about switch for the next like 17 minutes yeah um 
I mean, it's been very hard to... Uh, you and I were talking about it. I don't think I've been on the show since the inauguration. No, you haven't been on the show since the reveal. Like, Oh, since the reveal, even. It's been so bad it's, timing. This so would be, you missed two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, uh, we were t- You and I were talking about it where we were like arguing about Switch, and then we were both like came to the conclusion of, like, do either of us care because Trump is now president? And the oh, world yeah, is I going know. It's, like, it's so hard to care about this. <laughs> um, but uh, I... Uh, just posted, or I submitted to my editor, my senior editor at GameZone. Which, by the way, I saw after your descent of the Switch on GameZone, uh, yeah. another editor put a positive article about GameZone. Yeah, out, the uh, like, yeah, this isn't the only opinion we have. Yeah, the um, the uh, my senior, it was that 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 was from my senior editor Tatiana. She she and I got into it because she feels very positive about the system, and. Uh, I was like, hey, I'm going to post this this opinion. I think it would be good if we had two different opinions. But then our readers reamed us because apparently they just assumed that all the articles are written by the same person. So they were like giving – they gave me – they gave – they gave both right. of us equally shit for having an opinion and then they gave right. us shit together for like posting two separate opinions. And I'm like, we yeah. are multiple writers – I, we feel differently like we thought it would be fair to represent two because there are two sections of the audience, which is what this article goes into, where it is like people are very feel very strongly about it in both directions. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is uh, it, it's difficult, I think, for sometimes people to see beyond the name of something. So they right. just see if you just see the title of Game Zone, they think like this is what Game Zone thinks about the switch. Right. Not what Tom Caswell writer on Game Zone. Um, about the switch and people still have this idea that uh writing and editorial should be uh non-biased which i think we're learning more and more these days is not only like a near impossible thing to do yeah uh, but also it's like i don't know if a, an entertainment medium should show a form of non-bias i think that i totally to agree. get like a good idea of what you may like you want to find someone who has similar opinions to yours so that they can sort of deconstruct things in a in a way that you might not be able to because of their access to it yeah, no, I, I look, I completely one hundred percent agree with you on that, and um, and we also specifically, you know, when it is a an editorial that is an opinion piece where it is has a bias, we you know we make sure it's clear that this is, you know, we we label it opinion, and in order to signify that this is the writer's sole opinion, and um, yeah, so anyway, though both of those articles did really well, so. I don't care if you so, hated it; like it made me, it made me some money. Um, but I did a poll. Uh, we got about three thousand. Oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah, about the que- the questionnaire. So we got about three thousand responses on that Google form that I put out, and some interesting results. This will be an article, so you can actually see all the charts and everything that's mm-hmm. going to hopefully go up tomorrow. Um, but I wanted to give you guys a little preview. So, uh, first off, we started out, have you pre-ordered a Nintendo Switch? And if so, uh, which Switch did you pre-order? And if you didn't pre-order, was it because you were unable to, because it was sold out, or you just chose not to? Um, It was split. Over 3,000 people voted, and it was split right down the middle, like literally (laughs) 50-50. People pre-ordering and not Uh, pre-ordering. If people didn't pre-order, 60% of pre-orders were because people didn't want to. And then the remaining 40% of non-pre-orders were because they were unavailable. 
Right. Which they they only had like what two million, I think, which doesn't sound like a ton, but at the same time, it actually is quite a bit. For I think. I mean, I, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna sell two million on launch day. That'd be absurd. That's exactly but what I was They're thinking. aiming for like the first month, like the launch window to have, to sell two million. So we'll see if they hit that. Uh, Wii U comparatively did about like five hundred thousand. Um, in terms of people that did pre-order, overwhelmingly, um, people pre-ordered uh, the uh, gray Joy-Con skew which i know is the one i think one. that was more available though it was so that's the thing so um you know more people oh well that's this is so that was that was that was that was their initial choice so 60 percent of people that did pre-order picked the gray joy-con configuration and that was the one that they wanted um okay. uh 28 their initial choice was the red and blue joy-con and then here's the interesting one um about 12% of all pre-orders were red um were gray joy-con because the red and blue were out of stock which is interesting cuz that insinuates that even though more people uh went for the gray and gray joy-con initially there was quite a bit of demand for neon red and blue however it does seem this data would show that Nintendo was kind of betting that there would be more gray Joy-Con uh, people wanting that, so um, that's that's something that's interesting. Uh, most people feel very positively about um, about their choice. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about uh, your pre-order decision? If you did pre-order, uh, the highest uh, the number with the most votes was ten, and that got thirty percent of the votes. Um, and that that that. It meant that um, I put the stipulation, even if Zelda was delayed to holiday 2017, would you still keep your pre-order? And 30% of all people said, yes, I would, which is says something about how people are feeling about this. Um, uh, of all of uh, the 3,000 th- 3, votes, uh, people who planned on pre-ordering, almost 40% say the presentation convinced them not to pre-order, which is interesting. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10 how do you think Nintendo Switch will rank among the company's consoles in terms of sales 10 being the Wii numbers and then 1 obviously being Wii U Um, people think it's going to do better than average with uh, 7 getting around the most votes so people think it's going to uh, you know near the Wii uh, which I think is kind of delusional but not be not be uh you know, hitting a hundred million, even though I forget, but some Nintendo exec said today <laughs> they think the Switch will sell better or as good as the Wii, which is insane. I think that there's an argument for that, but I think it means not what uh, he means because I think that the Switch is uh, basically a singular entity and console generation that'll never end. I don't think there'll ever be a Super Switch. I think don't think there'll ever be a switch too i think you'll just be able to get an upgraded switch in three or four years and then another upgraded switch in like another four years uh and that we are at the end of anything but a switch. nintendo switch uh and i also think that the 3ds is dead uh it has a year left on it and there will at some point be a handheld nintendo that's not a switch it'll be a switch Lite, 
the controllers won't come off of it. It'll have a five inch screen. And that'll probably happen when they can shrink the die and sell it to you for $199, but it'll just be a handheld only version of the Switch. It'll still run the exact same games, exact same software, and won't have the upgraded components that the console version would have. That's that's interesting. And I think that would actually be a wise move because you and I have discussed you think that one of the selling powers of the Switch is its portability and the fact that they're, you know... It's barely bigger than a 3DS XL. No, I, un- I understand, but and it, it is... it's the same battery life. It is pricier, and I think I think adults will be, I think, you know, 50 million... Marginally. I think 50 million of those, you know, uh, units sold for the 3DS are a lot of parents buying for their children. And I think that I think it's good that the Switch has avoided looking like another toy Nintendo console, but I think that they may prevent parents from, you know, buying their six-year-old, you know, when they would have bought a right. 3DS. I think they're going to look at that and be like, "That looks like a more mature toy that I would might maybe buy for my preteen or my teen, but I'm not going to buy my my kid." Well, and I think the success of the 3DS and how big that market still is, is why they're not saying outright that it's dead. And it wouldn't be surprised if in a year and a half from now, let's say holiday holiday 2018, uh, the chips that are in that Switch, if there's a newer version, which we know there are, like they're coming out with new Tegras, which is what everyone was hoping was in the Switch. When those new Tegras come out, there'll be a smaller die that'll be able to run a 720p only screen Mm. at... uh, better battery performance and a lower cost they could put out a switch Lite or a switch go and it'll be it'll be the exact same console on the exact same software but it'll be a little bit smaller they would have to call it something else ride. though because the reason it's called the switch is because you can go from handheld to portable well yeah but you could you could just call it the switch go because i mean unless the they put U like a micro hdmi like the, port on it or something or, that's true you yeah. can plug it in yeah. um it, but it i don't know i i, I think like it doesn't I, I get why you might be like, well, look, they're still supporting the 3DS, but that means nothing because they said they weren't killing off the Wii U when those reports came out about it being shut down. And then now all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, no, Wii U's dead. But the and thing- it's like, oh, we're not going to get rid of the Game Boy Advance when the DS came out. So the and bi- of course they did. So the Because big- in what market, how do you, like, really quick, how do you compete with the Switch? How do you say, okay, here's a new $200 handheld ga- like gaming console mm-hmm. that's not as powerful as our home console that you can take with you on the handheld and that's and the home one's only slightly more money but i think i think that a lot of people were looking for nintendo like the big i have i have more uh points on this uh thing to go over but quickly i think that the reason that i've i've been negative and hesitant about the switch even though i was super excited for it before the presentation is nintendo i feel for a lot of people needed to come out guns blazing they needed to be confident they needed to be cocksure and that presentation was anything but it's clear that third parties eh. are not they're not being like yes we're going to okay maybe we're not going to put eas coming out maybe they're not going to put massive- indie games are like crazy though and i think that's huge i think like the indie pc scene i think this would be a great console for people that want like indie titles right but but i'm telling you like there's got to be some kind of triple a experience i think for mass market appeal outside of nintendo first party games you know and and i know that the, i know for me and you and for a lot of nintendo fans it's mm-hmm. okay that it's just zelda it's just mario mm-hmm. splatoon thank god for splatoon that they have a, a new well, ip hey that... listen a lot of people that are playing arms are saying it's actually really fun and i bet one two switch is fun but one two switch should be twenty dollars it should be 20 it should switch. be bundled to be honest well it should be bundled yeah. but if you're gonna sell it it shouldn't be more than 20 bucks yeah well but like let's well if we want to talk about that quickly um 
in terms of peop- games people are picking up, 99.5% of all people that are buying a Switch are also picking up Zelda. But then that is really, for most people, the only game they're going to pick up at launch. Super Bomberman R gets around 600 votes um, out of 3,000. So that's less than... Yeah. You know, that's but almost it, about... One, two, that's at the almost, time of this article, there weren't as many games announced as there are correct, now. There are a correct. lot of new indie games that have been announced that right, I'm like, super Right, but it's, it's World of Goo, which came out for my iPhone in sure, 2008. Sure, Snipperclips looks dope. I didn't know about Snipperclips, so I saw the videos. I want to play Snipperclips. I don't know I if that's play a super launch, Bomberman. I want to play and uh, one two switch Sonic got Mania. like well, one two switch got like no votes like you got two right because it should it should be packed in it or it should be cheaper. Which do you think? Which do you think people are going to buy less of according to this? Uh, Just Dance seventeen or Skylanders Imaginators? Just Dance. No, Just Dance marginally beat out Skylanders Imaginators. However, both well, don't the, tell Dan because he has it on his fantasy league. Both of those numbers. <laughs> Um, uh, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you right now sure I think that it is a for sure guarantee that Nintendo is abandoning the 3DS in the future if at E3 the rumors are true and Pokemon Stars is showing up for the Switch if a, I just can't if tell a you standard you generation Pokemon game comes out for the Nintendo Switch that is Nintendo saying this is our handheld console because they've never done that for anything but their hand. Well, I mean, people forget about um, those GameCube games, which were those were not that quasi those are not even close <laughs> to what Pokemon Stars would be. Sure, fair enough. Um, I I think that I mean, but the thing is, is like it's this cocksure thing where it's like I just want nintendo to just be like no this is it this is it going forward but that's what i feel like that's what they're doing but then they're not I mean, they they're, not, the they're saying they're saying we're still developing for 3ds they're saying that a huge right, fire doing emblem game is coming out this summer right they're doing that because the switch they're only going to put out they're not even gonna be able to manufacture enough of them and there's millions of people who have the 3ds that want those mobile games so they're gonna make those games for another year and then they're gonna cut it off i don't know I don't they're going to wait till their install base is a little bit higher on the Switch and wait till the sales have pretty much stopped on 3DS and they're going to cut it off next year. No, next year, it'll be the last game that comes out. On I it. think they need to be a lot more dynamic. I think they need to be a lot more kind of bold. It doesn't they're feel putting bold. Out si- so right now, they're putting out seven per- first-party games on the Nintendo Switch. That's huge. In the first year, they're putting out 1-2 Switch. They're putting out ARMS, Mario Kart, Mario, Zelda, Splatoon... There's something else we're forgetting, but there's also going to most likely be Pokemon Stars and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, well, let's get let's let's go back. Let's refer back to this article because uh, the next the next couple of questions I think are really important to the success of the Switch. So there was an article that came out I think yesterday that suggested that they're looking at around thirty dollars uh, for the price of the Nintendo Switch online services, which is great because according to my poll, when I asked people if the online services cost around fifty to sixty dollars, which is comparative to you know PSN and Xbox Live, how likely they are to pay. Six hundred votes were cast for one, which means they would some people would right. never. Right, but a lot of people don't pay for Xbox Three Six for Xbox Live or PS. I I I think the attach rate to PSN and Xbox Live is much higher. I if I had to guess, it's no higher than sixty percent. Right, but this is saying like what maybe maybe one out of ten. Maybe oh, one okay. out of ten Nintendo Switches people get the online service. I mean, g- granted, if it does come out at thirty dollars, that is going to be more incentive, and right. the jury's still out on the whole thing. 
the fact that I have to talk, do voice chat the on my phone is, is ridiculous. Is, like, there's no apologizing for the online thing. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, in terms of accessories, pricing for accessories seems to be re- a really big issue. Uh, most people don't pl- plan on buying any accessories in 2017. The, the Pro is? Controller comes in next in second place with about a third of people looking to pick up a Pro Controller. But then after that, it's abysmal. Like Most people, people may pick up the Joy-Con charging grip, but no one seems to want to buy more Joy- Joy-Con controllers. No one's getting an additional dock. Well, I think a lot of people play games on their own now. I think people have their own consoles they play online against people and they don't play local multiplayer and so there's like not a whole lot of reason but to if you bu- watch, i'm not buying anything but the console all of these switch commercials it's everyone playing together in the right same room. and that's what they want to incentivize but that's not what's going to be that's not what's going to happen but there is and i'm not then, gonna, then you, but like, you have to admit then then there's a huge problem between marketing your console is one thing and then your and then your yeah, fan but base that's play, a part of what they're marketing because they're also showing off mario kart online they're also showing off splatoon online they're also showing like they're not just showing people play Splatoon locally. Uh, and then the, the last the last couple of things. So most people think that it is important for third parties to develop for the Wii U with around 65% of people scoring like a six or above in terms of how important it is for third-party software support. Um, however, also most people are not confident that Nintendo is going to be supported by third parties past this year. Um yeah, most people score like around 70% around a five or below, meaning that most people agree yeah. that third-party support is required, right. but, but are also very hesitant. Ever, like, that makes sense. Um, and That's not surprising. The last category, which is just uh, a little fun one, it doesn't really matter. Which, which Nintendo franchise do you think people most want to see on the Nintendo Switch? Smash Brothers? I have no idea. Uh, Pokemon? Oh, right. Right, then, of course. Then Metroid, then Smash, and then uh and then the rest is kind of like a mixed bag. Animal Crossing's in there, Donkey Kong is if in we there. See Pokemon and Smash at E three, it's gonna be big. That's gonna Though be both of those games exist already. Show me something right. new. Sure. But the point is <laughs> so here's here's the thing again that I need to explain to you is you if you just buy the Switch, right, straight up for Pokemon, Smash Bros., Mario Kart, like, if that's the thing people buy their Nintendo console for, if I don't... Like, with the Wii U, I had to wait the entire life cycle to get a Zelda, a Mario, a po- like, a Smash Brothers, and a Mario Kart. If all of those things are out in the first year, then that means they're planning a lot of new things for the rest of this console generation. That's a good point. That's a fair point. I'll take you up on that. They're going to give everyone all the things that they want like every, there's a lot of people that are like, I'll buy a Nintendo once Mario Kart comes out. I'll buy a Nintendo once Smash Brothers is out. I'll buy a Nintendo. If you put all of those things out, none of those people have to wait. You get all the diehard fans in in the first year, and then you start making new expansive properties, new expansive games, because all the things that people like are like, oh, I'll I'll get it in a couple of years once Mario's finally out or once Zelda's finally out. They're putting out all the things that all the Nintendo diehards want, and they're pleasing those fans right up front so that they can get the people that will go to their, their friends and champion this thing and be like, you have to get this new Mario Kart game. It's so good. And those games will be available within the first year. And that is a big deal because those I, are the things okay. that get trickled out to us. We usually only got two a year. We're going to get seven of these things in the first year, maybe nine. And I, I think that is underestimating. I also, I'm telling you, I could be totally wrong, but I really don't know how you market a handheld against this, a new handheld against the Switch without making it super cheap, without splitting their focus, without making them have to 
focus on developing for two separate platforms. I mean, they are. They are still developing for... You know what that reminds me of? They're making a couple games, Cakes in a blanket. They're fucking delicious. (laughs) Uh, And uh, according to this poll, Kirby is everyone's least favorite Nintendo property. I totally agree with that. Receiving less than 1% of the vote of game you'd most like to see on Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Um, um, but if people, you know, we unfortunately we had to rush kind of our discussion. Yeah, I've got a Obviously, dentist appointment, so I'm actually going to be running late, so I do have to get going. Yeah, I think I think we both started out on more extreme ends of the spectrum, and we're slowly coming towards a moderate agreement uh, on Nintendo. I don't think Switch. it's going to be the BL and all Nintendo console. I don't know if they're ever going to make anything more popular than a Wii, but if they do this right and they make one console that continues to upgrade over time. This could be one of the best video game purchases I'll ever make. We'll see. We'll see. If people want to... But they could also fuck it up. <laughs> if people want to read in depth uh, our, opi- our opinion pieces, because they're both really good. It's actually my favorite thing I think I've ever written. Um, if you go on GameZone.com, just search like Nintendo Switch Opinion, and uh, there are, those two pieces are up, and you can read it there. And then this this uh, this community post about with all the facts and figures, so you can delve in depth, more in depth, should be online. Uh, by the time this episode goes out um yeah so but none of it matters anyway because we're all living in a fascist dictatorship it was so great to have you back on um yes, please hopefully you, you can on. join us on a future one again we'll get the whole four crew together yes again we've got that great art from katrin snodgrass thank you very much oh my god so uh, cool i love it so much thank you it's so awesome thank you kate kate killer katrin yeah katrin it's a cool At name kate Snod cool name Cool art, cool beans. Um, I'm at Tweet Humes. Tom, it can be found on GameZone and great, at Great Bright Tom pretty much everywhere. Bright Tom, uh, pronounce it correctly, but yes. <laughs> Bright, Bright Tom is, is easier to understand, so yeah. Great Bright Tom. And uh, until next time, everybody, stay on Earth.